0: This is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you The Fix-It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ.
1: Sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction is our number two, the most wonderful time of the year when uh, five radio stations in Milwaukee are playing the same 20 Christmas songs over and over and over. And uh, my house is a disaster because my wife's trying to cook every cookie in the world before christmas That's nice probably smells Uh, good we lose a whole bedroom because it becomes a wrapping station bigger than gimbals used to have it's my wife's all in on christmas like i do the decorating but other than that she just takes over so uh no i I make fun of it but it it is it's a good time of year to see we our first christmas gathering is at one o'clock this afternoon in in, uh, oconomowoc actually so um yeah so how about you you, you ready no you ready for (laughs) the holiday
2: uh, you know, getting there. Uh, we're all decorated and everything. Um, I don't do a whole lot of shopping. I'll admit that. <laughs> I'm really shopping. You buy one gift. One one gift. Yeah, yeah. Basically, sorry. Um, and then we don't we don't have too many plans. Jack was just asking me. I think we have my wife's family over, coming over. It's her my wife's turn to host. We switch back and forth between my wife and her brother. He's in Pewaukee and. And so we're coming to our house this year for Christmas Eve, and we're going to my my aunt and uncle's house up in Watoma on Christmas Day.
1: Nice, sounds so, pleasant. And
2: my dad's going to be somewhere warm oh. again. I think he did that last year. He's he, smarter yeah, than yeah, all Rose, of us. Rose hooked him up with a place in, in Mexico, I believe. So um, very nice, but yeah, getting. I'm I'm still busy with work. Right yeah. a little this this week, the end of this week will probably get a little slow. People stop um, thinking about their yeah,
1: house, yeah. you know, they're thinking more about right. decorating their yeah. house than fixing their house at this right. point or buying it.
2: I'm actually more busy with some other things that I'm doing outside of home inspections. Um, I have some legal stuff coming, but I'm I'm working as a as an owner's rep on a really neat project that I'm working on, a commercial uh, building that we're repairing. Uh, so I'm the eyes and and um, basically the eyes of, of the owner when he's not there to make sure things are... Are getting done working with the contractor. I've been hired as a uh, to help somebody make sure their their uh, garage gets rebuilt correctly. I had a fire, so I'm helping that person out. So, so
1: I'm-, I'm sure the. Owners you're dealing with love having you there. How does the contractor feel about somebody kind of looking over their shoulder and making sure things are being done right?
2: So the the workers themselves, if you think about it, you know, workers and and the guys who work for siding unlimited too. There's there's you know nobody really likes somebody looking over their shoulder uh, that and and kind of you know pointing out things. What are you doing this for? Asking questions. The contractor the the. People running the project, they understand it's it's not a new thing to no. have an owner's rep uh, involved in a project and just kind of being a, a second set of eyes and making sure and reporting back to the owner. so so they're all cool with it. We've gotten to know each other pretty well. We've had a, a number of meetings and, and things, weekly meetings and so uh, they they understand you know what the reason I'm there and and when it comes down to it, anybody who's doing work, should have have enough confidence in right. their work yep. to have somebody looking at it and it 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 you know I'm not there to be adversarial with anybody and overly critical and it's also I have to understand my place I'm really not there to um tell somebody how to do their job, whether it's an electrician or a carpenter or somebody, if I see something wrong, I'm really supposed to re- go and report to their supervisor. Right. Saying, right. hey, I'm seeing this. This needs to be better and let them deal with it. So that, if I'm going to, if that, that would be the problem. If I started sticking my nose uh, in something and saying, hey, you're not using that tool right. Or, <laughs> you know, you didn't, uh, that, that, you know, just some little right. thing. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to be, and not happy about that so um so it, it's my job just to observe and then if i have a question about something i'm going back to the their boss
3: so. you
1: need somebody to help you out with that best inspections llc.com is david's website he can right. uh you can reach him there uh you talked about tools we're going to do our cool tool segment yeah, this got, hour got a lot of I tools also as we go into the break here i'm going to give the number because i would love to know like i said people go from fixing their house at this point to decorating this house time of year i would love to know if people out there have certain systems or tools that they use for putting out their Christmas decorations right. in the yard. Because, you know, you bu- me, I pull that big bin out of the <laughs> shed every right. year, right. and it's a tangled mess. Like, yeah. how do you keep that straight? What's the best way to hang stuff? Do you have a certain tool you use to reach certain places? Right. That would be a fun little segment sure. if you yeah. want to chime in. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ.
0: David Mason and Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good morning, 816,
1: cloudy, rainy, a high of 46 today. We're already at 44, so it's not going to get a lot warmer, but it's going to get a little wetter. (laughs) Great, Mm -hmm. great. I'm Dayton, that's David, and we've got some cool tools along with us. I'm going to show you one that I brought (laughs) in first. So if you're on the stream at WTMJ.com, I'm holding up what looks like a screwdriver, but it's not a screwdriver. So I went through my toolbox, and I'm like, I found a tool... My dad gave me a set of these about probably 25, 30 years ago when I was first kind of getting out of the house, like getting my own place. He's like, you're going to need one of these. And I I have never used this tool in my life. Like, what what it's is a, this it's and a,
2: what is it supposed to do? It's a Torx head, it's called. So okay. it's, it's like a star. If yeah, you look at yeah. it, it looks like a star. So
1: it's like it looks like a screwdriver with right. a star
2: at the right. end of it. Right, exactly. And, and if anybody who's used... Any tools if you're using anything. Um the slotted screws, if I see anything with slotted screws, I usually like the take, single blade. Yeah. Oh, I, I usually hate those. take those out yeah, and, and throw them away. Cause because they always slip or they strip out or something, and at least put in a Phillips head. Right. Which and is then, what most things are these days. Right. And there's even different sizes of Phillips heads, if you didn't yep. know that, yep. because especially the bigger ones. And it's all about the the bit. Inner, you know, locking into that screw so you right. get a good bite. The the Torx that that you just showed that locks in so tightly. If you're using like deck screws or construction screws or something like that, so that that's a great. But but using you you have a hand one. That's that's a little well. Different. Again, this is like you a know, 30 year old tool. Right, my dad
1: swore the whole world was going to be this type of screw head now, eventually.
2: Now, if you are putting together a piece of e- equipment or something where there's some assembly and it has those screws those those are perfect for that yeah but not for like i said building a deck or or doing some kind of construction you're not going to be able to turn that into a piece of wood or something this doesn't work with like an
1: allen wrench
2: so it's different than an Allen right.
1: wrench. So that's yeah. what I needed. Yeah. You know, because I'm kind of cheap. <laughs> Besides the antique desk that's in our house from mm-hmm. my wife's great-grandmother, mm-hmm. I have pretty much assembled everything in my house because sure. I'm just i a cheap guy. My furniture is not fancy. We mm-hmm. had kids our whole life that were ruining stuff anyway, so why spend a lot of money? Right. I could have used an Allen wrench that went into my drill bit right. where I could have been zip, zip, zip. Like right. have, you don't have an Allen wrench. No, this one's got
2: a Phillips head, okay. but, but I also...
1: Do they make those where you can put the Allen? I
2: have a whole set, a, a, a little red box uh-huh. from Milwaukee, and you open it up, and it's got slotted heads, Phillips heads, different size Phillips heads. It's got the Allen wrench. It does? has got square heads and the, the torques oh that you're gosh, showing. Oh, so, my gosh. I need that. So that's a gift for Dayton. Whoever there you wants go. To buy him I a, need a that. Gift. So, so, and you can buy them. Different brands have them, but I got them. I'm a little partial to Milwaukee. My good friend, Tom Squire from Shore West Realty gave me this uh, Milwaukee hat this week. It's nice. really neat. That's a nice fitting. hat. It's called WorkSkin. So that's kind of cool. So anyways, so I got that. And that's that. a fitted cap and yeah. it fits you. Yeah, but it's it's um, spandex. Oh, and it's, so it's, it's stretchy. It. Just like, like my everything.
1: pants at Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. Yes, <your laughs> jeans and everything.
2: But um, so yeah, you can you can get those bits that fit into your for an Allen wrench. For an Allen wrench, for anything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, literally. Um,
1: Where have you been all my life, David? <laughs> right. My life would have been so much easier had I right. done
2: that. So I I don't know. Are we going to get into tools or are we are going to go to a... No, right.
1: let's just get into okay. that tool you're holding so right now. So what
2: I'm holding, when I ask sometimes people, at, uh, especially a first-time homebuyer, I said, when, you know, if you're going to be doing any kind of maintenance for you, do you got any tools? And a lot of times they're like, well, not yet. And I said, well, make sure you, like, like Fawn says, Buy once, cry once. Buy a good tool, something that's going to last you a right. long time. And most most tools these days are, are battery. I, I like the Milwaukee. You know, they have interchangeable batteries that go between the two. And if you're going to buy a drill, it's a good idea to buy uh, the one that I have in my hand. It's got the hammer uh, function so that you can actually drill into um, concrete. Okay. And, um, so, and that's,
1: you're just turning that so on the... there's a chuck truck.
2: on the... So it's a keyless chuck, what they call it, where you can... um oops, making some noise here. You can change out the bits just with your hand. Years ago, you always had to have this key yeah, yep. to tighten things up. So now you can do it by hand. Nice. And then, it, and then it's got a drill function and then the hammer. And the hammer... You can hear that. So that's the... The drill kind of going in and out just really quickly. Okay. So that you when you have a masonry bit, you can actually drill into concrete or mortar or something. So Very if you're gonna versatile hang tool shelves or something in your basement, you want to generally drill into the mortar, not into the concrete block. If you can. That's <laughs> you're gonna get a better um, secure um, anchor. Or you can use um Name just escaped me here. It always happens. These, uh, the blue uh, screws that you grill into, um, into masonry. Somebody's probably texting right yeah, now what those are. Yeah, let us know. And I can't think of the name of the screws or the fasteners that you use in masonry. But, um, that but, one's yeah.
1: even got a light on it. You were shining right yeah, in mo- my eyes as you were using it. Like, <laughs> ah!
2: Most of them today have a, have a light, so you can see where you're doing. It's lighting your work area. It's nice. Um, and uh, the batteries last a really good long time. Uh, they charge up quickly also.
1: So. That is a very cool tool. So, and you got a toolbox. We're going to run yeah. through some gift ideas coming up here next. The Old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. Uh, <laughs> somebody says, I wish you, you could zoom, zoom in on the, the screw, screw head head. That, that I was You'd holding You'd have to up. hold it up to the camera. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe we can do that. Uh, but give us a text. Give us a call. Chime in about the tools you like or a Christmas gift idea. That might be great for somebody. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ.
0: Get her done. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. You can find the Fix-It Show podcast
1: on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in today. Dayton Kane and David Nason here. And who needs Google when you have the WTMJ listening stack? So, so,
2: Tapcons are the uh, blue screws. They have a really coarse thread, and they're designed to go into... To secure things into masonry. There you go. So thank you for more. that.
1: So let's talk through uh, gift giving ideas. You have a toolbox there, and you mentioned that you've set your sons up right. with their own toolboxes as they're leaving the nest.
2: Right. Well, for years now, uh, we thought I have two sons and uh, got them a toolbox one year, and then just every Christmas started buying them uh, primarily hand tools. I mean, you can get you can start spending a lot of money on on on. Um, uh, power tools right. and things and and while they're at home they didn't really need power tools cuz I have them but really any kind of hand tools you know a set of good wrenches is is a good idea you're always going to be you know tightening loosening nuts and and bolts and things like that of course a good set of of hand screwdrivers even though you can put all those bits in these these electric tools yep. it is a good idea to have well, you can't like always
1: fit that electric tool in yeah, the right space, right?
2: And sometimes it's you, you want to be a little more delicate, you know. And like I said, putting a screw into wood or something, I I, I feel bad for all the guys, all the carpenters years ago who did stuff and they did everything by hand, yeah. hand saws and all that stuff. Well, it's so great having these these battery powered tools, but it is still good to have a set of a good set of screwdrivers, both the slotted and the and the Phillips. Or, and the type you have there. Yeah. <laughs> Some,
1: someday you'll use that. Someday. You know, that would be interesting to bring like a, a builder from the 1920s sure. up to today's modern time and just right. watch him go,
2: what? Right. This is so easy. Uh, things like a little pry bar. Uh, this one's got a, a pry, a, a kind of a flat edge on one side if you're watching online. It's got a flat edge on one side, a little notch to, to get under a nail. Sure. And then on the other end... Um, this is called a cat's paw on this end. Okay. It kind of looks like a, a cat's paw, but it's designed for pulling nails, and it's got a flat end on this side. So what you do is if the nail is driven down into the wood, and this you generally you're not using this on a piece of nice trim because you don't want to damage the trim, but if you got a 2 by 4 or something you're trying to get the nail out of it, and it's okay if you cause a little damage, you put that down there and then you tap this side with the hammer, and it digs into the wood and gets under the oh. nail, and then you can pry the, the nail out of the out of the wood. So go. that's pretty handy if you're doing any kind of construction. Um, of course, tape measures are, are good to have. What do you think that tool is for?
1: That is, I have never <laughs> seen that tool in my life. All right. I have
2: no idea. So this is a multi-tool. Uh, this end here is for scraping old caulk. Out of a caulk joint.
1: Oh, so I bet can... you all of our installers have one of those and yeah. I've never
2: seen. So you think. can scrape, if you've got caulk between your tile and your tub, you can scrape the old caulk out with that. A little flat edge here for scraping some caulk. And then the other end has this rubber corner here. If you don't want to use your finger, you to can smooth, the smooth out the caulk. Oh, so man, that's, that's a, a useful pretty, tool. Pretty handy tool there. Um, because everybody's got caulk in their house. Yeah. And caulk is a maintenance item. You can't expect caulk to last forever.
1: I am terrible at
2: caulking things. <laughs> it's an art. Yes. Like,
1: to get it smooth and make it look nice, it's an art.
2: So here's a tip, and a lot probably a lot of guys know this, but um, if you're doing some caulking, and I'm trying to explain this on the radio, but if you have the tub, the edge of your tub, and then you have tile, mm-hmm. and you want a really nice straight edge, uh, a straight caulk, uh, beat the a caulk there, Put some blue painter's tape, at least an inch wide, on the edge of the tub, probably about 3 sixteenths, quarter inch at the most, away from the caulk. This is after you've scraped the old caulk out, okay. cleaned everything up. And it's a good idea to clean that surface with something like xylene or um, or goof off, something that's got a little bit of an alcohol base to get it really nice and clean. Okay. So you put your blue painter's tape along that edge, and then you do the same thing on the wall, so now you got a corner there that's got blue tape on two sides. Yeah. Lay your bead of caulk in there. Be messy if you want. If you use wider tape, you can be really messy. Put a bunch of caulk in there, and then go back with your finger or this tool, and smooth out the caulk. You know, make sure you got to be wet. You got to if you're using yep. a silicone or a latex caulk, you want to use silicone around your tub for sure. Smooth that out. Wait about a minute or so and let that caulk get get a good uh, film on it peel your blue painter's tape off and your caulk is perfectly straight. Learn something
1: new yeah. every day, David Mason. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's why we do the Fix It Show. And uh, we would love to hear from you. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. We take a break and go over to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Jack Grow. Good morning, Jack.
0: Advice you can use. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Thank you for joining
1: us. Cloudy, rainy, high of 46 today currently Forty four in Milwaukee. Dayton Kane and David Nason and the Old National Bank talking yep. text line is 855-616-1620. We do have a call. Let's go over to Dale in Muskego. Good morning. What's your question?
3: Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I have uh, siding on three sides of my house. I like to finish up the front. They never put it on there. And it's the peak where above the uh, bay window. Who would I call for that minor job of getting siding for the house?
1: Uh, I don't know about all the companies that come on our show. We have we have Abby, we have JMB, yeah. we have uh, Siding Unlimited, Unlimited, who I work for. We will do just a peek on a house if that's something that's okay. needed. So you can call us for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the other folks. who Yeah, come oh, on I the
2: would show. think. I think you can. What What type of siding are you you doing on the, your home?
3: Um, on the three sides, I've got steel right now. On the front, I'm looking at the PVC
1: like a shake look or a and uh, yes. batten look yeah yeah okay. yeah that's definitely something we do yeah. so um you could call siding unlimited or just go to sidingunlimited.com and fill out a form there and somebody'll get to you if you ask for Dayton i could come out and look at your house for you
3: great thank little, you very much merry christmas,
1: me. you merry christmas yeah. to you as well thanks for calling thank you have a great weekend. Bye. 855-616-1620 is the line, and we got a couple of texts here about people and the tools that they like. Yep. Um, one says, I like my tape measure. <laughs> I, I, like the I use Lynch a tape said. measure every day on yeah. my job, and you have to have a good one because they don't last if it's not a good right. tape measure.
2: Right. You know, I I for my job inspections, I'm generally not measuring right. anything uh, because with an inspection, we're looking at the condition of a home. But what I do carry around and a lot of times, uh, uh, and it's usually, I'll I'll admit it, it's usually the dads who come along on the inspections sure. for their kids. When they see me pull this out, they're like, whoa, haven't seen one of those in a while. And it's the old uh, wood the, Sure, um, the carpenter's ruler. ruler. Or Mark carpenter or Masoners, mason's right. ruler that you unfold.
1: What do you use that
2: for? So I use it for a number of things. First, you can, they're, they're six feet long, so you can right. measure something six feet long. I'll measure the height of a, a railing sometimes or the, the gap, the space between the spindles and a railing for, and these are safety issues and everything. But what I also use it for is it allows me to, to test smoke detectors. I can oh, unfold it and I can push on the smoke detector without getting out my ladder. Um, also, uh, if you go to YouTube and look up LiftMaster overhead door opener It'll, there's a, they have a great video on how to adjust your overhead door opener. So this is one of the biggest safety issues in a house. I mean, there's many, but a garage door is the largest moving object in your house, and it can crush you. You know, so I have, I'm told I think there's somewhere around 20-some thousand injuries a year in the United States And and I don't know the number of deaths, but there are that are caused by overhead door openers. Hmm. And so you have to have those safety beam down within six inches of the floor. So then, many times I go, I see them mounted up above the door or behind the opener, where they're just they're two inches apart from each other, and they point at each other so that nobody breaks the beam. People think that that's an an annoyance, Uh, but so that has to be in place. But then the other safety feature is that the the door operator has to have um, it, a pressure reverse. So if it comes down when the door comes down, and it comes in contact with something, it has to stop and come right back up.
1: In case a child or somebody gets stuck some, under there, right? It, if that's it, what it I'm saying. Keep, it can crush you. Doesn't keep pushing. So the down. door
2: itself is is at least 300 pounds, and some are are heavier. And and it's amazing how much once that door gets down, how much force it has. Sure. And now it's being pushed by an operator, and sometimes there's a chain or a. Or a screwdrive yep. and that's pushing, and you are not going to push back on that. And so, the way to test that door is to put something about two to two and a half inches in height on the floor, run the door, and then when the door hits it, it should stop and come back up. And if it stops and doesn't come back up, you'll see the bar for the opener kind of bend a little bit, you know, it, but it's not damaging it. But if so, if you stand there and grab the door with your with your hands. And I know this from experience. You don't know how much tension is going to be on there, and if you hang on that operator, if it's not adjusted properly, it's going to rip that connection right off the top of the door and damage your door. Really? And like I said, I can speak from experience. (laughs) Probably about nine years, more than nine years ago, I was a brand new inspector, and I damaged a door, and I so I had to buy, I had to replace the top (laughs) panel of a door. So I learned from that. But um, so I was told by a liftmaster representative. Go to their website. You can see this YouTube video. And it s- explains exactly how to uh, adjust the door, how to test. And almost every opener is the same. Liftmaster is probably the, I think they make Chamberlain also. Uh, but they're the most prevalent one that we see, and it applies to just about everybody's. But it is a very important. We do call it a defect on a home inspection because it's a safety hazard. Right. So, right. so that's, that's one of the main things I use my ruler for is I put it on the floor because it's about this, the right height. Oh, yeah. So I- I don't want to carry a two by four. They say put a two by four. Well, I'm not carrying a two by four around sure. with me on my inspections, but I carry my ruler. So there's multiple uses for that. Definitely ruler. interesting.
1: Yeah. 855-616-1620. Another one here says cool set from Harbor Freight. One hundred ninety nine bucks includes a full set of half inch drive
2: yep. sockets. So all kinds of stocking uh, stuffers gifts that you can still get these. Are the stuff that we're showing. Kind of the reason we're talking about this. A week left before Christmas or so. Still get out there and buy some of these gifts for somebody who's who's handy or somebody you want to be handy. (laughs) Maybe that's that the thing. Um, You know, if you're a new homeowner or something or, you know, younger person, these are great gifts for everybody should have a set of tools to, to be able to fix things to a certain extent. You got to know where your limit is. So you don't maybe cause some damage to something or do something wrong, but. But also,
1: the only way you learn is, is to sometimes do it and doing, get through yeah. it and go, okay, right. that wasn't right, so now let me go back exactly. and, and look at it. So, And if you have questions about how to fix stuff, we'd love to hear from you. Right. The Old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. It is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ.
0: Dayton and David, it's The Fix-It Show on WTMJ.
1: Old National Bank Talking Text Line is 855-616-1620. Thanks for joining us today. We do have a follow-up question to that garage door. It says, what's the best weather strips to use around your garage door, rubber or otherwise?
2: I don't know what well, otherwise would be. Yeah. I mean, they basically sell them at most, most big box stores yeah. or a lumber yard. They're, be- they're pretty much going to be a color-matching uh, I think they're made out of PVC. Right. The, the, the actual strip that you nail, and then it's got a rubber seal. Correct. So, I mean, you could probably find wood maybe at a lumber yard or through somebody if you needed to stain it or paint it to match a stained door. But usually it matches the trim right. around it, which is a lot of times white or, or something. Or so,
1: almond or yeah. something common. Right. So, good question. Mm-hmm. So, let's go over to the phones. Joe is on the line in Lisbon. Thanks for listening, Joe. What's your question?
3: We have a ranch house. Uh, it's about six years old with a three-car attached garage. And the problem we have is in the winter, if and when it ever snows, we have an ice buildup on the roof. Uh, and I was told by someone, the famous someone, that the problem is, is that they never put in stoppage vents in the garage. So therefore, they're is no air moving up to the top vent and the peak of the roof. The garage is unheated. However, there is a uh, drywall ceiling in the garage. And I'm just wondering, number one, is that a valid um, solution to, to our icing problem in the winter? And number two is where I I can't find anybody to come out and put in six staff vents.
2: So to answer your first question, uh, I was going to. You answered the question that came to my mind: Is your garage ceiling finished? And typically, a garage, whether it's attached or detached, that doesn't have a ceiling, does not need vents in it, whether they're fixed or a ridge vent. So I'll actually comment on some people say, "Well, how come there's no vents in my my garage roof?" Well, if it's an unfinished and it's just an open garage, it doesn't need vents. In your case, with the ceiling there. I, I would say probably it, it, if you have a, a ridge vent or fixed vents up high, then you really ought to yeah, have... Yeah, so we have a ridge vent. Yeah, yeah. then you ought to have so, yeah, vents soffit. in the soffit. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're probably going to have a little trouble finding a siding company to to, to come out for a, a job that small. Um, I've mentioned, where Where do you live?
3: We live in uh, the village of Lisbon. Lisbon, okay. Just north okay. of Pewaukee. Um, and I've tried, uh, I've tried two or three different roofing companies because I, and I can't get anybody because of the size of the job to even talk to me.
2: Okay. How long have you lived in your house? Six years. Did you, have you had the roof done recently? No, no. Okay. I was going to say maybe the company that did your roof might come back for you. Right. Um, Exactly. Do you know how old the roof is?
3: Well, it's, the house is six years old, so the oh. roof is six years yeah. old.
2: Yeah, it'll be a while before you do your roof. I was what I was kind of yeah, getting right. at. I was getting at is if you if you needed a roof soon, maybe you you know find a roofing contractor and work with them and say, hey, I'm going to have my roof done soon. Can you come out and do this for me? Which and they then, would. And then when you right. do your roof, I'm going to do, do your Joe. Here's what we'll
1: do: text us. You have right. a cell phone, right? Text us at 855-616-1620, and we'll shoot you some like handyman names that and numbers yeah. that you can try reaching out to, okay? Oh,
3: okay, Fair thank enough. you very much. Have a great day. Yep, thanks for calling. Yeah, you too. Thank thanks. you.
1: 855-616-1620, the number I just gave out. You can reach out to us. We do have some text to get to when we get back. One final segment coming up. It is the Fix It Show on WTMJ.
0: WTMJ, W277CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Call with your problem. We'll try to solve it. It's the Fix It Show on
1: WTMJ. Sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J and B construction. I'm Dayton Kane, David Nason here. Thank you for joining us this morning. It is the sixteenth of December. You have <laughs> nine shopping days, yep. ten days till Christmas, because we're falling not this Monday, but right. the following Monday yep. already. So But we'll be
2: back here next Saturday. We
1: will be here next Saturday yeah. working on the holiday weekend.
2: Yeah. We're gonna so. talk about anything other than fixing fixing
1: it i don't know we got to come up
2: with some Uh, we got to plan what we're
1: bringing in to eat and drink that day and have a little party but uh we do have a text here at 855-616-1620 it says good morning would you kindly repeat the name of the tool you use for caulking it had a rubber tip on the end thank you for a great show every week especially enjoy the freestyle show like today from a wife and mother of two fix it guys well that's pleasant thank you
2: thank you for listening um, I, I did send her a couple pictures of the the tool. It's a I, I have never seen this yeah, tool in my life. It, the brand name is Allway, A L L W A Y. I'm fairly certain I got it at either Menards or Home Depot. Okay. One of the tool go into the tile aisle, tile aisle. Yeah, the aisle where they sell tiles and the grout and adhesives and things like that. And you're gonna you're gonna find I'm getting the, one of those the tool today. there. So um, yeah, really handy. It's got you know a good grip that you can scrape your, your old caulk away um, without damaging your fingers and things. So yeah, it's um,
1: interesting looking. It's like yeah. uh like the shape of a old a hand. phone. Remember the yeah. old yeah. phone? Yeah. that had the cord on yeah. it, and you would it's hold like it up. A,
2: it looks like a handle. Yep. But um, I don't know if people and can then it's see got this the edges if you're on watching it. online or something. But yeah, a little scraper and everything. But uh, yeah, just go down that aisle. And you'll see all the tools that, that they have for.
1: I have to doing reduce some grout and around my tub, mm-hmm. just like you talk. Now I've got the tool I need <laughs> right. and I know the tape trick. Right. I should, right. It should look beautiful. And you want to use 100%
2: time. silicone caulk. Silicone caulk yes, in right. the tub. Yeah, around the tub area. Okay. That'll last. It doesn't last forever, but that lasts the longest. If you use a latex caulk, it's water based, it, it fails much quicker. Okay. Just the water, just get it, because it's water based. It's just like uh, latex paint. You know, you sure. clean up with water. So the, the silicone caulk, it's a little stinky for a little while. So just keep that in mind. You'll probably want to run your exhaust fan or open a window uh, for a little bit. And so um, when it comes to the VOCs, there's, there's a little bit of off-gassing with the silicone. Um, most of the time, it's, you, a lot of times, it's used it on the outside. But this is, that's the best stuff to use around your tub.
1: So here's a question just for me then. Uh, if you have gray tile... Mm-hmm. and a white tub, what color caulk would you use? I would use white. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. All right. I feel yeah. like I'm I have, i feel like I'm <laughs> set now, David. Yeah. You got me set with everything I need. Right. So. Uh, <laughs> and we did get a text about those soffits, so yes. we'll get back to him. Appreciate right. that. What do you got going on this week? Anything big?
2: Uh, a couple inspections. Uh, Monday, Tuesday. Still have this uh, other job that I was talking about, uh, working on that. It's um, uh, really we got a a significant part of the job going starting Monday, the masonry. Thankfully we've had some really good weather. So we're doing some masonry construction um, of a a wall and then the, then a roof, a ballasted roof. Sure. Ballasted means it's a, it's a rubber membrane and then they put rocks on it. So a lot of commercial buildings have the, the rocks hold down the roof and protect it from the ultraviolet rays uh, as well. So we got that coming. So we're, we got our you mentioned the, good weather so correct.
1: other than snow like a lot of snow or rain
2: mm-hmm.
1: i mean people build all year
2: round definitely definitely yeah. it's
1: not stopping because it's december no. or january and,
2: and actually from a carpenter's standpoint and any anybody who's working out in, outside most of them would prefer colder weather than hotter weather you they can they can wear things and of course sometimes your fingers get cold and everything but once you once you start, get, working, start working and everything, you'll they'll have some layers. They'll actually start peeling layers off, and so they they know how to dress for right. They're they're wearing leather um, layers. Some of these, like the Milwaukee jacket, you kind of mentioned. They have battery heated I love jackets mine. and I love that and, and other things. So, um, and snow from a construction standpoint is much easier to deal with than rain. Right. Snow. If it snows overnight or something, you get a couple inches. You can get it. You know, get to the job site and you can shovel it away sweep it away or something get to work yeah. and rain makes a mess and water gets everywhere and in you know if you don't have everything sealed up completely well whether you're working on a roof or you got a, a building open or something so yeah. snow is much easier to deal with
1: awesome great
2: show yes we'll see you next week yep.
1: enjoy the week Thanks, thank you, you too. for listening to the fix it show rose gray and the fox world travel show coming up next